So if you're not sleeping during your event, there may be a lot of different reasons for that, but I'm going to hit on a few of the most common. So first, it might be because you've run your brain at like a thousand miles an hour all day, every day, for weeks, months, perhaps, preparing for this event. And then when it comes time to go to bed, you're trying to go from like 60 to zero in like the blink of an eye. And our brains just don't downshift that fast. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Well, I think we can all agree that sleep is essential when it comes to mental clarity and immunity and just plain old joy. Sleep is the ticket. (laughs) I remember when my kiddo was young, um, didn't sleep, (laughs) not a wink. And not until they slept through the night at four and three quarters years old. And for that four and three quarters years, I was up every 30 minutes or two hours if I was lucky. And that span of time impacted me heavily. And ever since then, I have made sleep a priority. And for so many years before that, when I was running events, I would be incredibly sleep deprived incredibly. And I wonder why I never felt so good during an event planning season. And it's because I would work myself to the bone. I would work late. I would be up early. And I just know so much more now. And I'm thankful (laughs) for that education around sleep. And I think I know it makes me perform so much better during an event season because I'm sleeping. And so I wanted to dedicate today's episode to why you may not be sleeping and what you can do about that if that's happening during an event season for you. (laughs) Ironically, (laughs) I should be sleeping right now, but instead I'm up. recording this episode for you. Uh, It was on my heart and I was like, ah, I just gotta, I gotta sit down and record it. So if you're not sleeping during your event, there may be a lot of different reasons for that, but I'm gonna hit on a few of the most common. So first, it might be because you've run your brain at like a thousand miles an hour all day, every day, for weeks, months, perhaps, preparing for this event. And then when it comes time to go to bed, you're trying to go from like 60 to zero in like the blink of an eye. And our brains just don't downshift that fast. And so that might be number one. 
the second might be energy. Energetically, you're attracting a lot of energy during an event season. The universe is working through you during this time to connect with all of these people within your community that you can be serving and helping kick off their transformations. And it's a heavy responsibility and all of that energy running through your community and through your team and and then through you, it really can take a toll on your sleep. So something to be mindful of. And then the third thing I bring up is just general anxiety. It's a big responsibility to be with people live and to lead a room. And whether it's your first event or it's not your first rodeo, it's still a lot of responsibility and anxiety can creep in about your ability to deliver your, whether your team is going to be able to take care of all of the details that they need to for so many reasons. And so what I bring all of that up, not to put overwhelm on you, but more to ask you to have some awareness over what it might be for you and really pay attention to patterns within your event cycles of when you don't sleep. Is it in the lead up in the planning process or does that go super smoothly and then it's during the event itself when it all just kind of collides and you're just laying awake at night instead of sleeping so that you can give that epic presentation in the morning. Pay attention to what the patterns are because when you know the patterns, then we can start working towards remedying them, right? And I would encourage you if you are noticing things to mention them, like drop me a DM on Instagram, um, drop it into our free community, Lynchpin Nation. You can join for free over at greenroomcentral.com. I'm always in there answering questions and everyone in the community here can help brainstorm with you. So if you notice, then bring it up and you know let us know so we can work together to help uh, fix it. Uh, and in terms of fixing it, I want to give you a few ways to fix your sleep issues during an event season. So first is by the numbers. And you might have heard these already. And sometimes common sense isn't always common practice. So I'd like to mention them again. Uh, So 10 hours before bed, don't drink any more caffeine. So because of the half-life of caffeine, uh, it can impact our sleep if we drink it too close to bed. Yes, I know, common sense. But again, this might be one of those things to tackle if you want to really be serving at your highest and best self during an event and not be affected by a lack of sleep. Next number would be seven. Seven hours before bed, stop drinking water. And I know you might think that sounds crazy, but if you're waking in the middle of the night because you have to go to the bathroom, 
And then because you woke up, your brain like flips on and you're not going back to sleep for another three hours. I've had that happen to me. Then you might consider like front loading your water consumption in in the day so that you're having less of a chance of waking up at night. And then the number three, so stop eating three hours before bed. When we do that, uh, the energy can go towards sleeping instead of like the disruption of like your body trying to process all that food. And then two hours before bed, stop working. And I know, again, this sounds crazy during an event cycle, but if you're struggling with sleep, this is something to pay attention to. And then one hour before bed, no screens. So that's 10 hours caffeine, seven hours before bed, water, stop water, three hours stop before bed, stop food, and two hours before sleep, stop working. And an hour before bed, stop screens. That might help. Another thing that might help is increasing the frequency of your meditations. So remember how we talked about how your brain is probably running at like a thousand miles miles an hour preparing for the event and and even during an event day, you're just on like heightened alert, like hyper vigilant that whole time. And if you can take more pit stops during the day to kind of ratchet down the speed at which your brain is uh, spinning, that can help tremendously. Try three short meditations throughout the day in addition to whatever your normal longer meditation is, either, you know, I always do mine first thing in the morning, maybe you do yours at night, but if you can try like three mini ones throughout the day, or even just start with one, that would be really, really helpful. And then another idea for you is if you're either not falling asleep or waking up in the middle of the night, especially during your event, it's important to figure out how to get to sleep quickly, right? Like time is precious. It might help to get out of your head and into your body. Doing some physical activity uh, can help tremendously. I know you might be already doing your workouts um, and I'm sure you didn't get to this place in your business without uh, being a rock star at working out, but do not let your normal routine slip during an event cycle because you really need that disconnect of that physical activity to kind of get out of your brain into your body definitely helps with anxiety. Another thing that can help is ice baths or cold showers and definitely uh, do those or any of this, you know, under the guidance of a doctor that knows what they're doing when it comes to ice baths and cold showers. But uh, that can really help to, again, get you out of your head into your body and help you be able to sleep. Another thing that can work is listening to an audiobook on low. So coming up with a book that isn't a business book and you know, like a regular kind of story and putting it super low and next to your, your ear on the pillow so that 
you have to almost strain to pay attention and listen to the words. And that can help refocus your brain away from all of the shiny objects that it might be uh, trying to attend to instead of sleeping and fall asleep. And then, of course, there's tons of apps these days that help with that kind of stuff. Uh, I know I love Headspace and they have some of those stories for sleep. So perhaps that give that a try. But please know I'm totally rooting for you when it comes to sleep during your event, during the lead up to your event. I think the more that you can focus on, you know, the strategies that we talked about today, but also continuing on your normal routines during an event cycle can really, really help with sleep. Another thing that I would mention is just try and eliminate as many decisions as possible from your day. Do this ahead of time in the planning process so that during your event, you you don't have so much fatigue from making decisions. You know, it's kind of like if you ever got married and had a wedding planner, like they were probably solving, putting out so many fires during your big day that you weren't even aware of. And as much as you can have your team support you during the event itself so that they're kind of protecting you from decisions that don't have to be, you don't have to be the person who has to make them can really help keep your brain at peace and not as like spinning so fast so that when it's time to lay your head on the pillow, you have a better chance of sleeping. That's my wish for you. All right, please, if if this brought up anything for you, drop me a DM on Instagram or put a message into Lynchpin Nation and uh, we can cheer you on and help you uh, get supported in this space of planning for your first or next event. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast today. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faker and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Now, if you're looking for ideas to fill your next event, I've got some for you, (laughs) about 107 to be exact. I want you to head over to fillingevents.com. Right now, I want to help you quickly master event marketing and fill your events. Even if you've never done it before, I've scoured the online business world and found 107 of my favorite strategies working right now to fill your next virtual or in-person event. I want you to create the event promotion plan that you need from these easy to implement, customizable strategies over at fillingevents.com. Now, in case you're curious, this podcast is built on Kajabi. I'm loving how easy it's been to get things set up, but more so, I'm thrilled that my entire business is run within one platform. From my emails, to pages, to courses, and now to my podcast, it's all under one roof. If you love simplicity and scalability as much as I do, then go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free 14-day trial from Kajabi. 
I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.